0: Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Weber and I'm joined by Andy Gramuga.
1: Number one, top of the lake, China girl Stand, Colin Ashley. <laughs>
2: Emilio Diaz.
0: Alright, and we are also joined by our first returning guest uh, from the Kid Manifesto, Sam Herbst. Woo! Hi, everybody.
3: I really broke your canon by unintentionally being the uh, first repeat guest, but I'm happy to steal that title. So thank no, you. that's the kind of thing that we're going for around these parts, it's just like unexpected sloppiness bringing great,
1: <laughs> great, great joy to us.
2: Yeah, the only mistake on being, <laughs> being on this podcast was, is on your end. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's <a> good point. <laughs> I think the first time, canonically,
3: I was like inside of a bag of some sort. That's true. Yeah, my, my been... grab bag. <laughs> yes, yeah, instead I've just been kind of hanging around the studio and just waiting for you guys to ask me to do something again. So <laughs> that's true. And we were like, well, I guess we could watch a full season of TV and three other movies. Yeah, what a choice. <laughs>
2: Hey, listen, we love homework on this podcast. We're (laughs) pro-homework.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Do you want to break down what we're doing, Jesse?
0: Sure. So we are discussing the uh, 2017 can of Nicole Kidman, uh, which features as mentioned three movies and a season of television those being uh the killing of a sacred deer and the beguiled from uh which were both in competition and then how to talk to girls at parties and top of the lake season two which were both out of competition and uh we talked about twin peaks which played this same year Last week, and that was just the first two episodes. But the entirety of Top of the Lake season two yes. played just over a day.
2: Yep, right. we're gonna we're gonna pivot this podcast into fully being about television. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah. Television like, like, <laughs> television actually is no. what they call it. <laughs> you guys
1: <laughs> barely watch the movies that we have to cover. I'm gonna add like <laughs> length to this.
3: Listen. When this becomes a Quibi podcast in December,
2: I will just say, "I was here to see the Inception." <laughs> I mean, Colin, Colin has been so vocally anti-Quibi on this podcast that it would be a miracle that we get picked up. Yeah. So listen, c- Cap. I will one hundred percent
1: sell out to Quibi. <laughs> Yeah, Jeffrey
3: Katzenberg. We will absolutely take your phone call. No, no questions asked. Um, Andy,
2: I mean Jesse. Will Will you also confirm that you will sell your soul to Jeffrey Katzenberg for sure? A steak sandwich and a steak sandwich.
0: Yes. Oh, um, for a steak sandwich,
3: absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Can I kick it? Available for acquisition. That's our message. (laughs) That we are always our our (laughs) anagram of our title basically spells (laughs) Quibby. That's true. What synergy? Yeah. I think that's a wow. kind of pitch that would go go far at Quibi, we based <laughs> on some of the reports that I've read. That's a brand option right there. Yeah. To any, to any of the
2: listeners who find the cue in our name, I'll, I'll send you something. You know what? I shouldn't, tell people, I shouldn't tell people to find cues and things. You know what? That's my bad. Oh Jesus.
3: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Let's uh, pivot away from that. Uh, yeah. So. so so yeah, so we watched all these things. Uh, we, th- I guess, yeah, and we're going to, I think, use a loose awards structure to talk about them. So we're gonna we're gonna give a, a very light version of a uh, Cannes awards lineup, where we'll give out a just a palm, not no other movie wide award, just a single palm, and then we'll do actor, actress, screenplay, and director. Is that what we're yeah. doing? Right. So, yes. five awards we're going to give among these four projects. That means something's going to win twice. Yes. What will but it be? Every,
2: and everything has to win once, by the way. Yes. So, yeah. This, right. That is what we're doing here. Yes. We, we have to give China Girl an award. We have to give How to Talk to Girl at Party an award. Everyone's a winner in this jury. Yes. Am I right, folks? And I, I, I guess. Like and the biggest yes. winner is Nicole Kidman. That's true. why we brought Sam on. The biggest winner is
3: us for getting to receive all of this Nicole Kidman, but (laughs) you're right. That's true. It is, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we get, well, this is the thing. Like, we also get, like, a lot of the different modes of Nicole Kidman in this. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird grouping, (laughs) for sure. I I feel like
1: her performance in How to Talk to Girls at Parties was pretty, like, standard for her career, right? She's not, she's always playing, like, David Bowie in Labyrinth.
3: (laughs) Yeah, 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 100%. Mean, 100%. Rabbit Hole is definitely <laughs> when she comes out dressed as Starman.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: I mean, that's the thing, because, like, Nicole Kidman, like, I, I don't, I'm far from an expert in on, on Nicole Kidman, but I do feel like she has, like, the two modes of, like, I'm gonna put on, like, a big crazy wig and do something weird, Nicole Kidman, and then, like, the, I'm gonna give you just, like, straight down the middle, like, really good acting Nicole Kidman is sort of what I sort sort of separate her into. I don't I feel know, like we I feel
2: get... like, I guess Sam might know more, about. I feel like there's, like, she's done a lot of things that are some, like, in the middle ground, like, what is, where does Destroyer fall into that? So, like, <laughs> right. That's a she's crazy wig, though. <laughs> yeah. That is a crazy wig, but that's also, like, I don't what think that would be, movie. like, fun.
3: Yeah, I think one of the things that, like, really defines all that is i think she really likes working with directors uh -hmm. and like interesting directors which is why you get like a lars von Trier movie where like she was the only person on the cast that he respected and like she could talk back to and then you get like her wanting to work with karakasama and you get destroyer and you get um you know she loves john cameron mitchell so you get two john cameron mitchell movies starring nicole kidman which is insane uh yeah and like the lineup on this is like kind of stacked to director wise just in terms mm-hmm. of like personality um so yeah i think you see a lot of that where she just like even like stoker she just is really interested in in working with these like auteurs um and i think she really like i think she's just an actor that enjoys acting and like likes being pushed yeah. uh i'm speaking on her behalf Officially, I at this point, that's why you're here. There. <laughs> you, no one else has the authority to do that here. I think you're the one who has the most authority to be able to do that. So, um,
2: what's on, What's on the horizon for her?
3: Uh, she's got the Undoing that HBO yeah, thing. HBO. Okay. Um, she's got Nine Perfect Strangers, which is you know going right. to give us um, Regina Hall and her. And yeah. uh, Klaus Bang, <laughs> that, and that, she, that's a Hulu show, right? She's From, like fully uh, pivoting to like premium streaming. Yeah, and then things. we've got um, the Northman, which is the Robert Eggers Viking Ooh. movie with her. Maybe that's the thing that has Klaus yes. Bang. Maybe I just mixed those two up. Man, I think that's man, it. That
0: might be the same <laughs> thing. Uh, is he Amelia, a Viking? You
3: might
1: You might be Uh-oh. into the story Amelia. There's a big skateboarding component to it. Yeah.
3: yeah there certainly is <laughs> there's also a really good um cinematic hand job in that movie i know which yeah. is a list that i've been keeping for years at this point to
2: like because hey, uh, also
1: and... in sacred deer she's like using it to get information same
3: way yeah <laughs> boy that is yeah the coldest sexual act i've ever seen depicted on in a movie, yeah, perhaps. that one in like the the hand job in the favorite, I think, are like both so just like craven and like devoid of emotion. Yeah,
2: right. Yorgos loves yeah, the, yeah. the hand job. hates <laughs> right, the hand job. Right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very like um PTA talking about Amy Adams and the Master, where he's like, <laughs> "If you ever need a hand job, just ask Amy Adams." Jesus. <laughs> Which, like, thank God they're friends, because that's an <laughs> awful statement. Like, I'm laughing right now, but no. hopefully she thinks that's funny. I believe she laughed in context. Yeah. If not, I'm so sorry I brought that to the table. Uh, <laughs> Next week on Twitter, Paul Thomas Anderson is over, party. All
1: He's probably uh, going cancel his ass. <laughs> put mean, Bradley uh, Cooper in your movie,
2: you're done. Wah. <laughs> uh, God, I, I was going to say something and then I forgot. I think we can just move on to giving yeah. awards. Yeah, let's...
3: Uh, so I guess I... We don't really... I mean, do you have a pitch for what should win the Palm, Sam, as our de facto president as our guest? I was trying to be balanced. Um, I was yeah. trying to think of just being wholesome here and, and thinking about, like, <laughs> what might be that realistic Palm win. I went with The Beguiled. Um, Interesting. And I am... I'm open to to debate here. Um, sure, but my choice was beguiled. Huh. That's interesting. Um, I got a that's interesting and a ha. Huh, so I assume
0: this is going to yeah. go
3: over really well. I mean, no. So, so I like all these projects and all these movies. like I think they are all like at minimum like four stars for me. Like they're all good. Um, I I would probably say like my number one is definitely Sacred Deer. Um, which I think, like, really, uh, is, like, a whole complete product that I think every, like, element of it works for me, whereas, like, Beguiled, I'm, like, is a little more, like, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, like, and there's, like, and there's, like, a lot of fun performances and cool performances in that, but I'm, like, a little less, like, totally in the pocket for everything as a whole, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, what what does everyone else think?
1: Colin? I'm mostly, uh ambivalent I think my favorite thing was China Girl um the only thing that I hadn't or that and How to Talk to Girls were the only things I hadn't seen before and I rewatched Sacred Deer and Beguiled and I think they're both like good I won't have any objection to anything winning basically except if we're going to try and give palm to How to Talk to Girls
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I will say my major reasoning for giving it to Beguiled is because I want Sacred Deer and other things, but sure. I was willing to. Yeah. Uh, I w- I mean I will say like cards on the table that Sacred Deer is re- definitely my favorite movie out of all of these. I don't know if you guys sure. can see, but there is a Sacred Deer poster in the background hey. of my uh, room right now.
2: Keep uh, <laughs> <laughs> living the life.
3: Living the life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that's a decor. Yeah, you can't see the first cow poster
3: that's in my bedroom, but it is there. Just trust. Oh, man. Mm -hmm.
2: Moo, (laughs) moo. Yeah, I mean, I I really, really, really like The Beguiled and Killing of a Sacred Deer. I probably like Killing of a Sacred Deer more, more, but The Beguiled is a a good winner. I, I guess I... I need to watch more Sofia Coppola because I think I just Ooh. love what she's doing and like both of the movies I've heard that I watched I both had the same reaction to it was like wow people can make movies like this and I and I don't know if that's coloring like because I know some pe- other people are slightly less into the big isle than, than other of her stuff and just like have certain problems with like the stuff it's the era it's depicting and the sort of like erasure of certain aspects of the civil war that it Sort of participates in it and its dialogue with the original Big Isle, but I really like it. I think Colin Farrell is has a snack in it and he's very good. He's I sorry. like, yeah, I like. uh I sort of like that sort of. It's weird to describe a filmmaking. It's sort of anthropological. It's sort of just like pointing a camera at these people and seeing how they react to things. There's there's like. It it feels like there's weirdly little judgment in it despite how much could exist in that sort of story that it's telling of mm-hmm. just, like, the way that these ladies are reacting to Colin Farrell and his presence there, and, you know, particularly, like, Nicole Kidman and Elle Fanning, who are in two of these movies, and also Anguria Rice, who I think is an underrated part of The Beguiled, and I think she's very good and a good actress who should be in more things. Uh, I'm fine with it. I think killing of the sacred deer is the better movie probably because i think it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen and i think about the ending every two weeks <laughs> wow uh,
3: mm. i think as a gracious jury president uh sure. <laughs> maybe the move then because i think like also having hear, heard a bunch of what you guys are saying maybe i'm tempted to switch sacred deer as palm and then maybe the mm-hmm. guy just screenplay because i think like some of the things i love most about screenplay like the Beguiled screenplay because it's an adaptation is like the yeah. shift of focus from the soldier to the women i think that mm-hmm. is like the mm-hmm. thing that makes that movie work um mhm mm-hmm. uh, and great even bits, like too. yeah great bits! oh my god and i think like each of those i was going to say daughters but each of those young girls um i guess they're not like actually related uh like gets moments to shine in that um and they're I think somebody's
2: daughter. They're sure. somebody's <laughs> daughter.
3: Especially
1: like uh the uh, the dinner table scene, like the first one where they're talking about the pie. Everyone sorta of gets their one little second to be like, Well, I pick the apples and it's like, Isn't that my recipe? It's very good stuff. Everyone's good.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'd also say the thing that I'm about to be out I saw it in theaters originally and then I like rewatched it before this. Uh and it's shamefully the only Sophia couple I've seen. Um, but uh it like flies by. It is so incredibly oh, I mean, well-paced. Yeah, it is, like, a tight 90 minutes, and, like, it feels like 45... Like, it goes by so quickly. Uh, and I think, yeah, the, the structure of it, and, like, the way that it that it just, like, is, like, here is... Like, I'm throwing this in, and then, like, everything just sort of explodes from there. Uh, and, like, is just, like, a chain reaction of chain reaction of chain reaction. I think that stuff is, like, so good in that movie, and I think it probably does make it a worthy screenplay winner. Absolutely.
0: Yes.
1: So here, Yeah.
0: I mean... Oh, I I was just gonna say my my thoughts on uh, uh beguiled is just that uh, it's a movie that I like fairly well, but it has I think we've come up against this before. I also agree that killing of a sacred deer is a better palm winner because what the beguiled would run into is that like you're giving the palm to like Sofia Coppola's like worst or second worst movie. Like she has made a lot of movies that I like a lot more, I think.
1: So here's the thing. And maybe this is not an issue at all. Um, the mentioning of keeping Sacred Deer for other ca- uh, like categories, I think like Barry Cogan should win actor, but also Ooh. I can like be... I guess, like, the palm is such, like, a coordination, like, for whatever it's worth on this podcast. Yeah. It can, like... I can, like, chalk it up as, like, that's also his. (laughs) He gets a piece of it. But I just... Right. Yeah. That would maybe be my actor win. Because it's, like, such a... Like, a movie that I'm, like, was into and on this rewatch was a little less into. I think he's, like, the best part of it and is pretty undeniably, like, perfect. But also, like... I, I like I said earlier. I don't have any real qualms with anything, winning to palm. You could give um, I think
3: Barry like Palm Dog for the way that he eats <laughs> sure, <yeah>. that spaghetti. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boy, man, some yeah. Brody spaghetti in that movie. I that mean, he eats everything so like a pig. Yeah, it's, so yeah. <laughs> it's true.
3: Yeah, that the, all the eating in that movie is like very interesting, and I guess you don't. You don't see Colin eat the pie like in the first scene, but he's like ordered the Mm -hmm. pie and it's sitting in front of him. Yeah, interesting stuff. He doesn't. uh, He doesn't. And then like shoving the donut into his his, into into Bob's. Yeah. Um, (laughs) fate worse than death. He had to
1: go on to be in mid (laughs) nineties.
3: Yeah, I think Colin's right. I think maybe I shouldn't like. I mean, if we all agree that, <laughs> that Killing of Satan no, is I mean, yeah, the like, best, <laughs> the best movie, that we should give it the Palm. I mean,
0: to save I it for it like a smaller s- award is silly. Well, I think it can think- still. Uh, maybe we didn't clarify the rules. I think it can maybe still win after. Yeah, if we give I it the kind palm.
3: of have a thought that whatever wins twice, the second win should be can- Kidbin for actress. Yeah, but wh- whichever, wh- whichever best, whichever best. Kidman performance we want to award should be the second prize that that movie wins yeah maybe mm-hmm. oh I assume that Just, whatever get the, would get
0: the palm would get one of the other ones yeah that would be my thought That well. I mean that's
3: also a route we can go we can decide how we want to do, deal with the fact that we have to give something to awards but I thought since it was the Nicole Kidman focused one I think giving Nicole Kidman actress as the second award sort of makes sense to me but if people don't want to go that way I understand
1: we'll see where the cards fall
2: no. No. What, what? who wins best director
1: it's I mean uh, I think it has to be Todd Cameron Mitchell yes Like, I, I don't think I we can give to director to Top of the Lake because there's two two directors um, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think like uh, How to Talk to Girls is like not a movie I'm super into but I think it is well directed and like the parts where it's like all spacey is like very interesting uh it's maybe, like, yeah. a
3: little... I, yeah, I, I had very... Like, I had no expectations for How to Talk to Girls at Parties. I remember th- when it came out, it got sort of a, like, a, yeah, like, we wish this was, like, a little more of... Like, we can sort of see what it's going for, but, like, it's not quite there, I feel like, was, like, what a lot of the, like, the general tenor of the reaction was. And then I was, like, surprisingly into it. I had a lot of fun with it. I do think, like, I would like to see, like... I. It made me think, like, oh, maybe I am like a big John Cameron Mitchell guy. I need to like see more of John Cameron Mitchell stuff because I think the only other movie of his I've seen, I think, is Rabbit Hole, um, which is great. And then I've obviously like I'm, fami- I'm familiar with Hedwig. I've seen Hedwig on stage, although not with him. Um, but I think like the way that it, in specifically about how to talk to girls and parties, I think the way that he like integrates music into that movie like is really really fun and like I you really feel that energy coming through, I think. And then, like, yeah, just the way that he is able to capture, like, a, like a, a quirky alien story, which, like, has so much potential to, like, be incredibly grating and incredibly, like, just, like, annoying. But he, I don't, I, I think he manages to avoid all that stuff uh, I mean,
0: in his
2: direction of that movie. I mean, to say maybe not-so-nice things about uh, How to Talk a Girl at Party, I don't think... I think he for sure manages To make it not grating But I don't think it's It's also not interesting in any way shape or form It's it's, it's like In any way It's it's, it's just like The most basic Like well this person is different It's like very fish out of water In a way that is like I I understand what he's What the story is trying to do but I don't feel like there is any meaningful like whenever they try to like get down to that nitty gritty and like talk about it I just completely lose interest in what the movie is it's like it sort of operates at a space that that is like it's taking the rules of what it's doing too literally and also too fantastically for me to connect in any meaningful way to the sort of story it's trying to tell but like individuality versus like fascism or collectivism or whatever and it's just like I just don't like the love story is also thin. It's it to me, it feels like, like Colin said before we got on it, it's like a short story that got turned into a movie, and it heavily feels that way to me. Where it, it's like there's maybe 30 minutes worth of a story here, and it's a hundred minutes long, and I <laughs> cannot do this. I think fine winner, <laughs> I think the thing about the music is good, I think the music scenes are good, I think the way both the, with the way it's depicted and I think that the songs they perform is good. I think that one scene where they like sort of <laughs> improv sing a song together is like probably the best scene in the movie and mm-hmm. sort of gets at everything it's getting at, but also... The, I don't feel To what end? Anything. <laughs> but yes, like to what end. It's like... l Fanning w- just do more interesting things. I know, I it's, know. it's... it's like, like, like uh, It's like... <laughs> It's the movie that m- m- sort of, like, mostly in my mind, like, sol- solidified how I think just, like, Elle Fanning just gets used for, like, the same thing in movies. And I feel like she should do, she should find other more interesting things to do. I think she's a great actress and she's always gets to play, like, look at this sort of quirky girl who sort of embarrasses this kid. And it's like, you got more than that. Yeah,
1: that's why I think she's, like, I mean, not really, like, uh maybe anything that's, like, worth bringing up right now. She's so much better in The Beguiled, and it's, like, uh, when I was watching it for, like, the first time after, like, seeing a bunch of her other movies, I was, like, this is, like, (laughs) an interesting performance where she's not just, like, you know, the, like, a movie that, like, is well-liked, and I like it as well. But, like, I feel like she falls into the trap of, like, a 20th century woman a lot. And, like, you know, How to Talk to Girls at Parties. Where it's, like, this. Like, uh, The Beguiled, I think she's great. Obviously, we talked about a while ago. I think she's very good in The Neon Demon. Um, <laughs> Number one Neon Demon stand. Look, it's the best movie. I finally have an outlet. Okay, let's talk about Vox Lux, please. <laughs> oh, I'm here.
3: <laughs> I came here exclusively to, to drop the fact that the Ely Festo is coming, you know, early 2021. There we go. It's just Colin and I yeah. every week talking about a different like, Jennifer Lee movie. i will talk about
1: Vox Lux as long as anyone will let me. I get shunned for <laughs> it every week on here. Every <laughs> week, I mean, I feel I like I bring it up a
2: lot. I feel, I feel like you should get shunned for it more, to be honest. Like yeah, look, everyone tweet at Colin and tell him his Vox Lux opinions are bad. Yeah, everyone
1: like, tweet at me after you listen to Hologram off the Vox Lux soundtrack and tell me it's not <laughs> a full-on banger. But yeah, also... You're, you're
2: terrible. Like, previously in the episode, Sam at one point said, maybe Colin is right, and I almost stopped him in his tracks. So like, <laughs> I, I, I and I don't want that on the record. That's like, I mean, that's just your general opinion of me, though, that I've never <laughs> been right or will ever be right.
3: Um, yeah, one day we'll get there. We'll find some, some, some place where you're right. History will decide, um, yeah, Ellen. Yeah. I think we can agree that Alan the Beguiled is a far superior performance, mainly because she just, like, plays a character with agency and, like, the ability to make yep. decisions, yep. which she so frequently is robbed of. Um yep. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm in, uh, inclined to entertain mm-hmm. John Cameron as as director, mainly just because it seems like a production vision that was realized. I don't know that it's the most, right. like, successfully yes. directed movie, but... yeah. I don't know. I like mean, it yeah. seems like the collaboration with him and Neil Gaiman was successful. They seem pleased with what they put out. I don't know. Is that a reason t- to give an <laughs> award?
1: In talking about it, I like rem- am remembering things and I'm like, this is bad directing. Like the beginning with like the shuddery, like bike riding, like as a stylistic choice. I was like, this is the worst. <laughs> but there's like, I think there is the like worst. I mean, it's not a great stylistic choice. It's like maybe I mean, good it's like a little Danny Boyle like 2003, right but like it's when did this movie come out 2017 i mean come on but also sure. they all
0: came out in 2017 ex- well i mean you're saying been, we've I mean, grown so much
3: in three years or you're saying that in 2017 it was already at that point, point it, it should have been out the window <laughs> it should have been a thought
1: like let's do like music video effects like jimera or yeah. whatever um
3: i agree with Emilio that like the instant they start talking about the planets i just like i'm immediately asleep <laughs> Like yeah. As soon as they start. And I can see that, like, in this short story is very short. Like, I can see that, like, if that's one panel in a comic strip, you're like, yeah, okay, like, that's the mythology. Like, I get it. But, like, when you have to extend that to 100 minutes, you're just like, oh, this again? It's so long. (laughs) Yeah, I really like, like, all the, like, little, like, cultural touches of, like, the aliens of, like, all of them wearing like the the oh. the, the, the ponchos like, <laughs> and stuff and all that like all that stuff I find so fun and like it's really like um, dude wears um, my car level. I guess It's very. But, like, bad. I don't know. I think I think it's a very fun time of like, I just mean, like <laughs> hanging with these with these weird kooky kooky aliens who are going to eat their own young. Um, we do have. The I think kids. Ruth Wilson <laughs> is <laughs> great.
1: Yeah, sure. Ruth Wilson's good. Yeah, I'm just, just I just I think let Ruth Wilson
3: be funny Uh-oh. is the... That- and I think, um, I mean, should we talk about Nicole in that movie? Or should we save that towards, like, actress? Because I think she's doing something there. She's wearing a wig. Yeah, that's the project where, like, she felt the most superfluous to me, is in How to Talk to Girls at Party. Like, like, I don't, like, it was, like, a little bit like, oh, and, like, we can get Nicole Kidman, and so we're gonna do that and just, like, find something for her to do was, like, a little bit of the mm-hmm. feeling that I had of her part in that movie. Uh, I mean, it's a fun thing that she does and, like, I'm, like, I don't know how much of it, like, the costume is doing where it's just like, wow, look at Nicole Kidman in that costume. Like, isn't that uh, she's fun to on a at? voice? She's giving it sure. effort. <laughs> um, yeah, but, it, it is uh, kind of like, yeah. is she wearing the clothes or are the clothes wearing her? And I feel like this is kind of a destroyer, the clothes are wearing right. her moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, like, maybe it was I think, Andy, you said this at the beginning before we were recording, but, like, Amelia was just finishing that movie, and you were kind of just like, uh, like, she's not gonna be in it anymore, like, it's it's fine if you skip that, and I think, like, that yeah. is the thesis of Nicole in that movie, which is, like, she's there <laughs> sometimes and she's doing right, yeah. something. We I can, think the we, yeah, so we, yeah, we can put her on the poster, like, yeah. technically, like, yeah. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. the one, like, conversation with her and Ruth Wilson at the end about, sort of, just, like, sexual agency and, and you know, being able to make choices and stuff, I think is something that's interesting there. I think that's, like, the only redeeming part of that performance, personally. Yeah. Um,
1: okay, so, I mean... Are you I taking notes th- of these, uh, Jesse, like, where we're tentatively
3: putting things? I mean, it's two so far. You
0: I feel can't like we can keep it in our I family. know, I mean, look,
1: I just... I, I don't <laughs> want to get off track.
3: <laughs> I mean, so we're penciling in Sacred Deer for the palm, and we're penciling yeah. in Mitchell for the director, for director. Um... I guess that leaves us, I guess, an interesting place for actor.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would not have given it to the kid from like how to talk to girls.
3: screenplay. Oh, Alex Sharp. Um, (laughs) he's, he's interesting. He was like going to happen and then he didn't, uh,
1: he, I, yeah. I feel like I've never seen him, but I could have also seen him like eight times. It's things. it's
3: very true that you've never seen him because he he w- he won the Tony for Curious Incident oh. of Dog in the Nighttime on Broadway. Oh, um, yeah, he yeah, was like, just, gonna like pop, and then just <laughs> yeah, and it was like that. a real tour to fart. And then he was in um, the Hustle. He was the male lead in the Hustle. We've all seen the Hustle, right?
0: Sure. This is the the Rebel Wilson and oh. uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was really like name? last year, right? Yeah. I saw it in theaters uh, It's not good um, Yeah he's like the male lead in that Where he's playing like a He's playing Mark Zuckerberg basically He's doing like a Cool kind of thing. Like, yeah. Sounds like a great um, take Yeah um, And Then like I th- I don't think he has a, He's maybe on a TV show or something coming out Like He, he like, was supposed to be in the Naomi Watts happened. Game of Thrones prequel that got cancelled uh, oh, That was that's like right. their big television play for him Right Right, and then that died for everyone. That no one has... That, that was a bad bad news for everyone involved with that one. He's in there the like,
0: trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Is there, like, a property where, like, it finished and we all culturally immediately forgot about it faster than Game of Thrones? Like, that show has been uh, dead for not that long, and I feel like it has been erased from the cultural yeah, consciousness. Yeah, I, yeah it The was, finale was, like, less than a year ago. That's, yeah. uh well quarantine has been was it like seven years at this point now that we've yeah, all been right
1: here game of thrones started right when the pandemic happened
3: right yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that is an interesting thing how like everyone was like oh this is like the worst thing ever as it's like happening this last season and everyone's just like well we just won't talk about it <laughs> it's like yeah Starbucks and, and, now, cups. and then
3: everyone immediately pivoted to like is he going to finish the books ever? And, like, I guess that's sort of what people are sort of talking about now if they're yeah. talking about anything. George anymore, R. R. Martin is just, scrolls. like, furiously rewriting to say, like, how winter right. could be a metaphor for the pandemic. <laughs> right. And also <laughs> he's, like, saying, like, problematic things at sci-fi awards functions, uh, which we don't have to get into. That's weird. Um, super famous yeah. authors saying problematic things in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: so right, I guess, that, yeah. Uh, what,
3: right. Um, and I guess, oh yeah, we also penciled in Beguiled for screenplay, so I guess for actor... Well, should we, should do we want to talk about screenplay? Because I feel like I kind of just, like, threw that out. And then... Yeah, we could if talk about that a little more. I guess because, like, the alternate, like, I, I'm having a hard time coming up with an actor candidate from I mean, Top of the
0: Lake.
1: Yeah, Top of the Lake is kind of thin in actor, like, there's uh, whatever, like, the guy who's like, the bad, uh, who, like, works at the brothel as, like, the dude from Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I can't think of his name. Um, He's got, it's
0: like, gotta be a... T- it's gotta be Keegan and or Farrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess,
1: yeah, that is an aspect to it as well, to where, like, Farrell is in two of these movies, Elle Fanning's in two of these movies, Elizabeth Moss was in this, and also in The Square, which one, The Palm, which is, like, a lot of people
3: double-dipping. Um...
0: At this
3: feral camp, yeah. everyone yeah feral's, feral's incredible
0: did... in killing of a sacred deer yeah.
3: yeah and they he also like shot well i guess he and nicole like shot beguiled and then had like a three-week break and then went to sacred deer which means that colin wow. feral went from like hunky soldier to like thick daddy and <laughs> like <laughs> i mean i guess he doesn't <laughs> take his shirt off well maybe in Beguiled, but, like, he's just, like, a furry monster in Sacred Deer, and yeah, it's that funny. alone, I think, makes him a candidate. <laughs> sure. He is, yeah, I mean,
1: he's great in both movies. It's funny, like, I recently watched the original Beguiled for the first time, um, like, not too long ago, and uh, it's crazy how much more of a villain, like, Eastwood is, like, right off the bat <laughs> in the original, and, like, this is a much more, like, sympathetic character to a point. <laughs> And then it's, like, I, I don't know how much of that is, like, young Pliny's Wood versus young Colin Farrell, like... Or young versus, you know, 2017 Colin Farrell in terms of charisma. But, uh... You definitely, like, are uh, on his side, I guess, when he gets there.
3: Yeah. I think I think it's super intentional. I know Sophia Coppola has talked about it being, like, a... Um, like a metaphor for, like, letting the devil into your home. You know, he'll he'll charm his way into the home and he kind of just, like has this immediate effect on all these women and you see them just like i mean they're all just so fucking thirsty for his attention like immediately like you mentioned that dinner table they all just like want him uh and then he just like slowly like flips on them so i think it's super intentional um Uh, um yeah and i also like just like as a moment that scene where he like wakes up with his leg gone as like an acting moment for colin farrell is like so he's incredible in that scene where yeah. he like is like has to very quickly come to terms and is like yelling about how they're all like harpies or whatever who have like oh, vengeful bitches it's like the famous line right, yes. vengeful yeah, bitches yeah. Yeah. yeah is there a more memeable moment or gifable moment perhaps than nicole saying fetch the anatomy book <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so like...
3: it's so good it's like a and then it's like a smash to black or something right after that oh uh, god that's yeah.
1: a great cut <laughs>
3: And then they're like burying hey,
1: something. She didn't do
2: a great she didn't do a great cut.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I'll, 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 yeah. Welcome back, Emilio. Well, exactly. Yeah. You
0: try a <laughs> <every turn>. uh, <laughs> No, Emilio's just been waiting for the last five minutes
2: to have a line that good to turn <laughs> in
3: again.
2: <laughs> listen, what can I say? Yeah,
1: unfortunately listen. you missed us go deep on Alex Sharp, Emilio. Who <laughs> now? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the yeah, um yeah, I feel like I mean actor that might be the split is guy. Baga- uh but that might be it's tough with this.
2: have have we talked about what award we might give Top of the Lake? I think that
0: might be well, we've kind of stuck it into we we've kind of gotten uh boxed into actress. Nicole Kidman actress for yeah. Top of the Lake. I, think I mean I guess might... we could do joint with moss potentially uh, I mean, we we don't need to. Like
2: just for Kidman the purposes wins, wins no wars. I was gonna say there's no rule that says
3: she has to. <laughs> right. I mean we don't have to, yeah. Uh we could just say that she's like the secret glue who like brings all these yeah. things together but then doesn't ever shine or whatever. Like that could be a thesis of um, Nicole Kidman. She can get the queer palm for playing uh uh canonically probably yeah. yeah gay character yeah oh, or canonically sure. my character <laughs> exclusively yeah yeah that's it well i mean to, maybe we should just like talk about top of the lake for a little bit because we haven't really like talked about it and her in it so nicole came in in top of I the mean, lake
2: her in it is nothing which is like why we haven't talked about it's such a like a weird short part of it yeah that, like, it's like sometimes it seems completely inconsequential, but it's then, like, factored into the ending in a way that feels sort of like glommed onto. And it's like, I never really have a handle on that character in a way that I guess is, like, sort of intentional. I guess, like, the broader, like, thing thesis of Top of the Lake is just like the sort of unknowability of these people and just like how much of their emotions they project onto others due to the things they've suffered and experienced but she is like very unreadable in a way that I don't find very compelling and it's like well I guess unreadable it's like she's a very straightforward character but it's also like I don't understand why she feels like she seems she does at the end and I think I, I mean it's like one of those reasons where it's like when we talked about this conversation is why i look forward and i was like what are we going to give Top of the lake because i feel like if we end up with if we ended up with kidman there i think that is the worst kidman performances performance out of any of these movies i think she's better in how to talk to the girl parties i think she's great in uh the beguiled and i think she's like excellent in uh in sacred deer so it's like weird I feel like I guess Moss in it. She she is good. That it that would be would be a very compelling and funny winner due to this exercise. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Moss kind of would be. And yeah. Gwendolyn Christie is really good. Well, too. Gwendo- yeah. Gwendolyn Christie is also really fantastic. She's so like good.
3: We could, yeah. I rewatched the so first cold. two episodes, and just the moment where she like leaves, hops down. She. Well, she like leaves the boardroom because they talk about how like the woman with the China girl was pregnant. And she like right. can't take it because she's secretly pregnant, and she's outside right. smoking. And Elizabeth moth is like, "You might want to quit that." And she's like, "Quit what?" And she like, just she's just like, "Give joy. it up." She like, yeah. she's yeah. so scared of the cigarette suddenly. She like throws it. Yeah, it's like you should give it up. Yeah, and she's
1: like, "What?" And he's like, "The cigarette." <laughs> yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, that. Yeah, shows. I do think yeah, she's <laughs> terrific. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so yeah. Top of the like, the Kidman character is like. I think they establish her as like someone who should be an interesting and dynamic character. Like she comes in, she's talking about like she like. I mean, is now... I don't
2: know. It's like I don't know if it she's established as much as like it's Nicole Kidman, so you expect them to do a lot with her. If right. Decides, well, if yeah. You, like, she's got like someone. a
3: crazy wig again. Um, she. Love it again. Uh, it's one of the craziest. Yeah. She truly is really, like a witch of the woods when she like, yeah, like Helena Bottom Carter. <laughs> and she's yeah, yeah she's like
2: ha, she she's just like, into also has she just gotten into like freckles later in her career?
3: Um wonderful question. I'd love to explore that more deeply. <laughs> but she is I very friendly that, in this. Yeah. I guess
2: it's just that and destroyer, though I guess like the Destroyer's Freckles like scabs. Not,
1: <laughs> Yeah, Destroyer <laughs> is
3: psycho. Destroyer like operates on the premise that when you become an alcoholic that, like, you turn into, like, a bog monster. And that, like, <laughs> and also it, like, but, but then you still have a very specifically, like, manicured hairstyle. It's not a great right. one, but it is one that requires, like, stylist attention. So, um, it, yeah, that's just not a character that I could like, if you saw that character on the street, you would, you would think you were on, like, a prank show. She's not real. <laughs> It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> What a weird movie, man! Yeah, Destroyer is a very, very weird movie. Um, that is like
1: a movie that I was like pretty. I was like, this is pretty cool what I saw at Toronto, and like ever since then, like, like very shortly after, I was like, that was not that good, maybe. And I like don't think about it ever unless I'm like no, looking at like other list. I'm like, oh, yeah. right, I saw Destroyer. So you,
0: you had the reaction that you should have had. You, like, had the reaction you should have had to Vox Lux no, to right. Destroyer. That's what Vox Lux's <laughs>
1: power is. It has stayed in my brain for these years. Yeah, I almost I walked walk out there. of
3: Voxlux at the Roy Thompson Hall, and now I'm like, I would take a bullet for <laughs> any one oh, of that yeah. cast. We also haven't talked about Raffi Cassidy yet. Um, she's He's in. in yeah, <laughs> oh, sure. Well, Col- Colin thinks she's really bad in killing a sacred deer because she what like, she says. Um, what she says because he gave her his, uh, Well, cu- well, Colin didn't d- didn't think she broke out until Vox. Well, okay, is, is Colin's official position. <laughs> she says, "When you die, can I have your MP3 player?" Which is the funniest part of that movie because she's yeah. lost
2: two at that point. <laughs> she like she's lost no hers. She's, movie. Movie. she's really fucking good in sacred deer. She's, was, she's a like, great actor. Yeah. She's so
1: good in that. She's so good in Vox Lux. Uh, you know, obviously the better musical performance in Vox Lux. She only gets to sing one song and, like, hum a few I notes. Think she, I,
2: I think she gives a better performance. You're insane. Than, a better musical performance than Killing of a Sacred Deer. That's such it, a fun... The, the, the chorus fun...
3: scene where she collapses, that's the better music scene of any of I, I meant
2: when she was singing... That oh, Ellie yeah. Goulding song. Yeah, reference. wasn't that didn't that they use too. that
3: for the trailer? That's That like was Gail the trailer, higher. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yorgi. Uh,
2: I think she's great. I mean if we want to give her best actress, I, I have no opposition to that. We are I, not, the not the best actress. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is like that person's a even a worse position with South of the Lake, so uh
1: I, I think... mean, I if, if that is like the way we want to go with Top of the Lake is just like foolish, hunting Nicole Kidman and giving it to Moss. That's fine because Moss is great, like you know when yeah. she bad. But uh... what if we introduced <laughs> a tie the so
0: that two movies got two awards and it was a tie between oh. Moss and Kidman in Killing of a Sacred Deer. And then you would give Feral like, feel, Actor for Beguiled.
2: I feel like at that point we should just do we should just do Best Nicole Kidman Performance. I was gonna Nicole
3: say movies. I'm happy to give but, it to Moss. I would just be curious to know what we think because so these th- are four weird performances of hers.
0: Yeah. yeah, right. So there is another thing I remembered, which is that at the real can. There was a lot of, like, is she going to win Best Actress for one of these movies? Like, I I think it was not considered a super strong actress year. Uh, uh, But they ended up giving Diane Kruger Best Actress for for, In the Fade. fade. But Nicole Kidman received the 70th anniversary prize. (laughs) 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 just just a prize just it's just a shiny this is is like a thing that exists like I think the the 60th anniversary prize I think went to Gus Van Zandt for I guess that was the year that uh, Paranoid Park played yeah 07 probably
2: hey I guess Can just loves to die for
0: yeah i was gonna say looking at one. all of her can movies
3: like the four that we have are like some of the worst because <laughs> you've got like dogville and will and russian to die for which i think are all phenomenal mm-hmm. you've got some schlock you've got your grace of monaco and your hemingway and gellhorn uh and then like these are kind of just like hemingway and gellhorn a movie that does not exist uh okay. Yes, I think I then, watched it as it aired on HBO as like a so seventeen-year-old
1: or whatever.
2: No, that. The out. only good part of Doesn't that is out? when she plays. Ooh.
3: I don't remember. The only good part of that, though, is when she plays like old Martha Gellhorn and she like has like a smoker's voice and she's like just narrating the movie. That's the only good part of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do believe that when Nicole Kidman shows up really anywhere, you should give her a prize of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean it's like it's an interesting way to think about like I believe I've talked about it a bit with Tilda Swinton who who maybe does like a similar thing of like these sort of actresses who exist in you know, more already in these spaces than like big blockbuster <laughs> movies, especially like these days for Nicole. It's not like she's in like infinity war or whatever. But uh that she was an aquaman. They see Yeah. I guess she was in Aquaman. I, ha- I did forget about Aquaman. Yeah, she,
3: all her top grocers are like weird supporting mm-hmm. things, like Aquaman. What do we get? And the upside. What do
2: we, act- we give back best? What we This actress to her in Aquaman. <laughs> she Something that wasn't
1: a- in comp. It's
2: fun. In Aquaman, <laughs> I have not seen Aquaman. She, uh, but, uh, she throws a trident okay, through a TV. But I guess it's. I guess it's like. They seem to use their stardom, to like, give more like shine to these directors in these art spaces and like want to give bring like more some maybe not legitimacy is it yeah 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 yeah, validity and like notoriety to these people and i think that it's very commendable it's like yeah they are two of the best people doing it that her and tilda and i appreciate them for it
3: yeah even like another can uh weird movie like the paper boy i think is like exactly that mm. even though that's like yeah. a mm-hmm. in a wild performance which like might
2: actually be good maybe Who, who's to say it might it might defy the conventions of good or bad it might exist on that spectrum.
3: when you pee on zach efron you transcend the realm of right. what we he, mortals think of exist. as good and bad right it's just a new mm-hmm. spectrum entirely. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's what his Netflix show should have been Because different Oscar winners peeing on him.
3: <laughs> sure. Expand on that, Cullen. <laughs> What's to expand? Make on? some pitches. <laughs> Name an Oscar who, who, winner. Who are, who are your yeah. pitches for that? JK yeah. Give me... Okay. <laughs>
2: uh, who else? Uh, who's a recent win? Rami Malek. <laughs> uh, why, why? Why recent? Why do you have to go recent? <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, I mean. I claim. <laughs> yeah, sure, there we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Break out the old bones. Cloris
3: Leechman, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. And you're saying and you weren't watching Andy?
2: <laughs> Probably not. Cloris
3: Leechman would do that in a second. She would. She'll,
2: she'll And like Freddy she's did.
3: not desperate. She has like thirteen Emmys, but like she yeah. would do it because she would think that was fun. Yeah.
2: Hey, lucky number fourteen for <laughs> Yeah. my <that> brought
1: <laughs> Um I'm trying to pull who I can't think of her name. Who is in Tulip Fever?
3: Alicia Vikander. Oh. Is that Alicia Yeah, she won an Oscar. That was Vikander? the one I was trying to pull, yeah. but I couldn't. <laughs> she would show up and Zach Efron would be like, who is this? It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, oh you I just let's take
1: a picture real quick and then back to the real show.
3: Yeah, like, I can say officially Zach Efron has no idea who Alicia Vikander is.
1: Maybe that's what the show is. <laughs> Does Zach Efron know who
2: this Does, is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zac Efron I'll tries to master Oscar trivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, yeah, um, it's, it's like whatever. What's that old game show that like a person shows up and they, they people have to figure. Three people show up and people have to figure out which is the real one. Oh, just to tell do that. Oh. Yeah, mm. just do that with Alicia. Just get three attractive ladies. Right. And, yeah, I'm Alicia Macander. That... I'm Alicia Macander. <laughs> I'm Alicia Macander. <laughs> you recognize
1: me from like Mouth Covered, Tulip
3: Fever. I think he needs like a figure it out style. Like I think he needs that big head with the clues. Like I don't think sure. he can do it. with And just... a celebrity panel to help him out. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't think he can get it if it's just him. On it's his like own. him and it's like him and Seth Rogen being like, "So uh, what was tulip fever?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably
2: worked with people who've worked with Alicia Vikander, and he would like phone a friend, and he would call like his buddy from high school. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: yeah, um, so were we giving it to Moss. A... I'm good with that. So can we do? G- do we
3: want to do Moss and Christie? Yeah. I think, I think Christy's right in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I really love Christy in it. I think, yeah, Christy it's, is, like, the clear, like, is the clear standout element of season two for me. I am a, I love Top of the Lake season one, and I think Top of the Lake season two is, like, good, but uh, Christy is, like, the real standout element from season two for me. Um,
2: Agree. Oh, you're telling me, you're telling me it's not that weird German guy who doesn't know how to act? That's like, uh, favorite uh, part of China <laughs> girl
3: I did he, bring him up already, yeah. Has like a weird career. He's like played like Niels Bohr and stuff, I think, or something. Like I don't know. He's, He's in, Tank- oh, that Taylor in Taylor. Taylor like, guy. guy. Yeah, right. And he was in like the Genius season that was about Albert Einstein. I think of that. That was Jeffrey Rush. Uh, no,
1: that I also doesn't, that exist. Geo. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that doesn't exist. Show exclusively on Nat Geo. Yeah. yeah.
2: Show show exclusively on Andy's parents television. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um.
2: So who's our actor? Do we decide?
3: Uh, I,
1: it probably has to be Feral.
3: That might be the split
1: yeah, Is yeah. like, beguiled screenplay actor.
0: Oh, he's better in Killing of a Sacred Deer, though. I think oh, he's better in yeah.
2: Beguiled. I think Keegan what? in Sacred Deer is best. Keegan better. and
1: Sacred Deer is the best of everybody, I think.
2: Here's the thing. I think it's sort of like your Sophia Coppola argument, where I think Colin Farrell is very good in Sacred Deer. I think he's great. I think he's maybe the four, my four favorite performances in Killing of a Sacred Ooh. Deer. Let's see if I, can I like nail Keegan. Him. I like Nick- wow. I like I like Keegan. I like Kidman. I like Cassidy. I more. Than I, think, <laughs> I, feel, I think I think is very good, and him just like right being on the ground with eyes bleeding is a good, good great performance. But uh, he's Feral better than that. But uh, I yeah.
0: think Feral in Killing of a Sacred Deer is not only the best. Sacred Deer performance it is the best. It's maybe not the best Yorgos performance but it is the most Yorgos performance I feel maybe. like. Maybe
2: it's, about, it's that a... that maybe it's the, it's the most Yorgos movie maybe. Yeah, yeah when you start talking if, about if
1: your
3: monster. father's dick that is officially the most Yorgos performance. That,
1: yeah, I forgot about that.
2: I mean I forget about yeah him, like, I mean the the, 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 like, donut. The, like, <sighs> the like the like younger sister and dogtooth might be the most Yorgos Yorgo's yeah. performance,
0: but... Uh... Yes.
1: I mean, no. I, yeah, I the most is, like, a wrench in it. I think my favorite is probably Papulia in Alps, but... Amazing performance. I, I'm such an Alps stan. The, yeah, I was saying, I think that's, like... Because, weirdly, like... <laughs> I, I was, like, very into the favorite when it came out. I was very into, like, Killing of a Sacred Deer when I saw it. Uh, and then, like, when we watched uh, Dogtooth earlier for... Oh nine can I like didn't super vibe with it and then like rewatching the favorite for, you know, twenty sixteen or sorry, twenty eighteen and then rewatching uh Killing of Resignio like I like them still, but I think like Alps is the one that has like the most staying power for me. And then I also Very just watched Mimic, which is like fun. <laughs>
3: Mimic is cool. Yeah yeah i think alps is like this is a huge tangent i just think it's like his only like truly empathetic movie whereas like i think all of his other ones like generate a lot of pathos but i think like alps is just like sincere like those are the only like objectively good people in any of his movies for the most part
2: yeah
1: alps is good
0: uh i've not seen alps
2: so, sometime, it's sometimes good. you have to eat, eat spaghetti and make kids eyes bleed oh i mean yeah what's not to relate to there God, the bleeding eyes. I think so we're nice. da- so. I think
3: we're down to Colin and Barry for a Sacred Deer, right? Does that is that a fair assessment? I, 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 I guess
2: if we if we don't want to double up on whatever the Palm winner is, then I guess Feral, Beguiled, and then Screenplay makes sense. I think Sacred Deer is the best movie out of any of these win palm. Yeah. So that, that's just my thoughts. Yeah. I wasn't here for like ten minutes.
1: <laughs> you missed not <that> much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I guess me I'm this podcast run. and Farrell for for Sacred Deer. Yeah, so we're giving Sacred Deer three
1: awards, including the Palm, basically.
0: <laughs> no, we only like have two. a single award. The the it's a single actor award. I mean,
1: yeah, but they have to like like mail it back a, and
3: forth to each other.
1: That's a bit of a cheat. <laughs> I would, I mean, in like the so spirit of like keeping it to the palm, only wins the palm. I would rather hmm. split uh, the beguiled um, and do Feral and screenplay. But if like me. no one else has like an objection, I'm obvi- I'm like I'm not gonna stick my feet in the ground too hard. <laughs> no, it's it's fine.
2: That sounds like the better way to go about. It. Yeah, I think
3: that's that works for Farrell. Feral, me, Feral and think. beguiled. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. so beguiled has two wins yeah i mean i think that's a really good performance and i think like he like that's a movie where the focus is so much on those women that like he's almost playing like mm-hmm. second fiddle in a lot of ways and i think it's like an incredibly dynamic performance uh yeah it's like, very yeah. funny
1: oh yeah i mean when yeah. he kills there's like doesn't he said... kill
3: like a the, one of the girls turtle like it's a turtle or a frog or something <laughs> yeah he just like he, kills, he like throws it on the ground right in front of her yeah
1: uh, you talked about, like, uh, you know, the Fetchy Anatomy book is, like, the best gift. There's, like, an image seared in my brain of him just, like, shoveling, like, whatever mushrooms into his mouth and, like, making eyes on <coughs> the camera. as like, a very uh, striking image. And, like, there's obviously, like, the uh, the way, like you said, he's uh, it's such a dynamic performance. The way he goes from, like, you know, he's like, going to die at the beginning and then he's, like, you know, just... Charming the pants off of everybody in the middle and then just full villain by the end. It's such a great yeah. performance. Was there a yeah, better.
2: I mean, it... Oh, go ahead, Amelia. No, I was say, it's like, we talked about it just like minutes ago. But like, yeah, the turn of him waking up without his like, from him being like the most charming, handsome man alive to him being like, fuck all of you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. You ruined my life. It's very hilarious and it's a very good movie. And it just, it's so good. Yeah. It's a good movie. I love it a lot. What were you
3: going to say, Sam? Oh, I was just going to say, was there a better year for mushrooms than 2017 with this and yeah, um, Phantom Thread? Yeah, Phantom
2: 2020. Wasn't there... I just did some physical comedy. Nobody I, reacted. I, mean, <laughs> listen, I, <laughs> I will say I, I we saw were, it, uh, but I didn't
3: react for the, um, just the canon of this podcast because I'm right, a professional. Yeah, this, I'm just, with solidarity with our listeners who can't see it, so that's why we didn't react. Mm-hmm. They also can't hear it. <laughs> a true no hitter.
1: Um, <laughs> Wasn't there a mushroom movie last year? I'm trying to think now. I feel like there was. Um,
3: Damn.
1: It's definitely not like.
3: something else with mushrooms or something. I know. Like I feel like mushrooms.
1: it's either last year or right at the beginning of this year, there was like a mushroom bit.
3: Damn. Oh, there's mushrooms in First Cow.
1: Yeah, but I feel like there's, like, a mushroom plot point in some movie recently that's, like, not those two. It's maybe not worth diving into, but...
3: No, I think we should all just sit in
1: silence yeah. and think <laughs> about look at our think letterbox diaries see if we... <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, here's five minutes of silence to contemplate mushrooms. Emilio um,
1: doing Chaplin bits <laughs> <laughs> while we look for it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, okay, um... Yeah, I mean, do, do we have anything else to say? Did any of these movies win anything at the actual can, Jesse? Uh, Sofia Coppola won director, uh, right?
0: Yes, and uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. What do you think? Does anyone know what Killing of a Sacred Deer tied with for screenplay? Oh, oh boy. I
1: has got to be some movie like, that doesn't exist. Uh, 2017... It does exist!
0: Is it a cancelled person? No, the question is, uh, does this movie have a screenplay?
1: Oh. Oh. Is it, like, a documentary?
0: (laughs) No, I mean, how extensive is its screenplay is more the question. It is not a screenplay-heavy movie.
1: I want to say, like, all is lost, even though I know that's the wrong year, just based on the (laughs) hints you're giving. Uh... Uh yeah, in the fade. <laughs> That's the one we already mentioned.
0: Mm, no, though it is the other, uh, the, it, the actor win is also this movie. Oh, I just looked it up. I cheated.
3: I like this tie, <laughs> but I agree. <laughs> the actor uh, win. Yeah, I have no idea
0: it is you were never really here oh so. that
1: movie yeah I, that's a good i like that <laughs> yeah i
0: mean it's a good movie
1: no i mean yeah, i like that as a screenplay to, that's a good call some yes. was, some would
2: some would say it's a good movie
3: Uh-oh. uh amelio i hope your internet's acting up um because yeah. i'm pretty <laughs> sure i just heard you say <laughs> that maybe you don't think that's I a mean, good yeah. movie I'll back Emilio up on that. That's not a good one. Yeah. shocker there. Andy <laughs> doesn't like you were never really here. <laughs> uh,
1: the scene in Top of the Lake when like, the guy is going through the brothel and it's all on the security screens, I was like, man, this is just like you were never really here. And I was like, that was the same can. <laughs> That's true.
2: We were, we, people were having the same thoughts. So oh. many,
3: yeah. So many connections in this little can. We, yeah, festival motifs create, we, are are definitely. We should a create some sort of diagram where we just connect all the threads that are in common between all the movies at the move at the festival. Remember all the, the, the vomiting in movies in right last in year middle. at TIFF, where like every movie had someone throwing up.
2: Hey, sometimes you gotta throw up.
1: We get knives out. Mm-hmm. Lighthouse. Some.
2: I ser- the There's certainly a lot of uh, fluids. Ex- it's up in sacred. *Marriage
3: Story*. I think. Oh, yeah. Here's the marriage. thing. I remember it being a thing, and I just said it, but now I'm like n- not prepared. I to feel like it I up.
1: heard this as well. <laughs>
3: just know
2: that it was a thing. People throw. Up.
1: Oh, there was that big like sleeve vomit tube scene in *Portrait of a Lady on Fire*, where it was like, <laughs> "Oh!" <"Whoa." laughs>
2: like an SNL sketch. <laughs>
3: And it was twenty eighteen was the year of horse killings. That was that was yes. the big thing mm-hmm. that year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we on um, Pete.
0: Oh, the other the one is writer. Hustlers. Hustlers, oh, Hustlers oh, the same yeah. the you. same Great thing bit. as Knives Out. God, Hustlers is
3: so good.
2: Hey. hey, sometimes you gotta hustle. Wow. Uh,
3: Have we done it? I think oh, yeah. so. Not do we need to? We need to do our. I break down official giving out the, what, the wait what, what do we
2: have right let's just say it.
3: palm so, the palm, sacred deer it's killing of a sacred deer mm-hmm. director John Cameron Mitchell um okay. a- actor Colin Farrell the beguiled mm-hmm. actress Elizabeth Moss and Gwendolyn Christie <laughs> top of the lake China girl <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> and then screenplay the beguiled is I believe the rundown. Great.
1: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, we did have to give "How to Talk to Girls at Parties" something. I, I Emilio's yeah. face when it, it was said.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, think that's I like mean, a fine. nice choice. looking. Movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that's definitely the, the to award to give it if we're not like. I mean, <laughs> unless we want to swap out. I don't think, yes, I certainly I mean,
3: don't think it merits, like, throwing out the rules and casting it out and not giving it anything. Like, we I don't could get just that switch bad. it up.
2: And, okay. uh, I will say, I did briefly Google to see if there had ever been a good Neil Gaiman adaptation, and then I remembered Coraline. So those are my thoughts on how to talk to What else play. is there, even?
0: There's I mean, there's the American Gods series yeah, on Stars. not good. <laughs> C- cursed almonds. property.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah Oh, yeah. It's just old TV shows. I mean, yeah. Top of yeah. the Light China Girl, <laughs> on record, the only good TV show now. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Twin
3: Peaks last week. Yeah, I mean, that's a movie, though. Who's oh, to say, <laughs> Oh, boy. A film object. <laughs> Yikes. Palm Dog going to the Turtle from the Beguiled that I mentioned earlier.
1: Yeah. I feel Is like there's a dog. Was... Oh, there's a dog. I was I trying to think this did, morning. Right? Is there what? Yeah, because they have to walk the dog all the time.
3: <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Right, because Bob's not old enough to go out yeah. and walk the. the dog. Yeah, that's There's... like that scene where Nicole's like outside watering plants at like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, <I> mean, <laughs> the
2: so? yeah, yeah. We, the, the German guy in top of the lake has cats. Yeah. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cats.
3: I will say my favorite Nicole adjacent palm dog is when they gave it to the dog outline from Dogville. That's good. Okay. I think <laughs> that's such fun. a wonderful win.
2: What is a real dog when you think about
3: Unsure. <laughs> I've had one running around my feet this entire time, and I'm still not certain.
1: I guess that's it. Do we want to shout out anything specifically from our awards? Sacred Deer is, like, very good. It's probably the best movie uh, on this list.
0: Yeah. Great. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, it's just, like, it is, like, feel, feels pure Yorgos Lanthimos uh, in, mm-hmm. in such a specific way. And, like, it is, I think, you know, it, and it is just, like, getting down to brass tacks of, like, what if I put, like, an impossible, strange, like, emotional uh, story on top of people who had no ability to express emotions in any way, shape, or form, uh, which is, like, a fantastic challenge to see, like, some of the best actors alive trying to, to get through. Uh, yeah, just the, the still-to-dialogue. I, I I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean it's yeah it's, it's a great movie and I, it's my favorite.
0: Uh, Yorgos by by a, a, a good distance. I think.
2: Yeah, it's great. I mean I I love it. It's, it's the thing about it is that it's just so fucking funny. The mm-hmm. ending is a thing that I think about all the time because just just him fucking spinning around with the shotgun. It's just like... It's one of those <laughs> one, two, things where it's just like... Three, yeah. As as an image, it's like pretty funny but it, then it's it just like... It does the correct job of just like hitting you of just like the series of circumstances that have led to this. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what the fuck is this movie? And it's so funny. It has just everything that Barry Keegan is doing. Just it's... It works his yeah. weird ass face. Mm-hmm. It's funny I mean, to yeah, think yeah. of... Like yeah, this movie being the same year as Dunkirk, Insane. where he's just playing the, the the purest boy in the world, yeah. and yeah. then he's just, just like... the loveliest child, <laughs> even dirt good bike boy. riding,
3: smoking. The,
1: Shout uh, out
2: to yeah. Alicia
3: Silverstone in that movie too. Not oh, Dunkirk, obviously. so good. Oh
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> it on Colin Farrell fingers yeah fingers. yeah <laughs> very lovely hands <laughs> she's All having such a hands. great like second act of her career where she's just like showing up in indies and doing like one scene because isn't she a, what else also is she like in? she's isn't she in that one good scene of the lodge at the very beginning
1: i have not seen the lodge
3: <laughs> oh has anyone seen the lodge no. no okay that movie sucks sorry to anyone listening but there is one good scene at the beginning and she's in it She is also in the uh, Netflix Babysitter's Club, which I have seen, I think, three or four episodes of, and is very charming. uh, Cool. Love that. (laughs) Sure. Um, Shout out to Nicole uh, saying um, anesthetic or whatever, which she says, like, local anesthetic, and she's just on the bed. Oh, yeah, and then, like, repositions herself on the bed three times and is like, is this good? Yeah. Looking um, Mm -hmm. more fit at 50 than I'll ever look in my life. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that scene that Andy mentioned of her, like, being... How she looks in the bed—that seems insane—and that's why I think she—that's the best performance out of any of those movies because that is such an insane part, and I love it so much. Yeah, yeah.
1: I do love the bit of uh, Raffy Cassidy like just talking very mad. I mean, it's like the way everyone talks in that movie is like very matter of fact, but when she's just like, "So when you die," like talking to Bob, yeah. <laughs> like when you die, can I have your stuff? <laughs> And just, like, as is going to be done. And then just, like, the last-ditch effort to cut his hair so he doesn't get picked to get killed. because right,
3: yeah. It's just so... And yeah, he's like, funny. oh, and it's so much better now, and yeah. I shouldn't have done
2: it so long. Yeah. And I'll water the plants. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like,
3: the, yeah. Um, you mentioning the anesthetic also reminds me, I really like the one-upmanship of, like, an anesthesiologist can't kill a patient, or a oh, surgeon yeah, like, can't okay, kill yeah. a patient, where yeah. they're, like, in their private conversations, they're, like, always blaming the other person for... Uh for 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 surgeries gone wrong. Yeah, Bill Camp, man. Bill Camp. Oh man. All he does is show up and deliver. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It's great. I love the Eyes Wide Shut like parallels at the beginning where they the couple like walks into the like surgeon awards show or whatever. Yes, yeah. Uh it's very it's a great performance, great movie.
1: Yeah. The uh Eyes Wide Shut vibes there and also on Top of the Lake working with a Scientologist <laughs> okay listen <laughs> <laughs> I a, what do you I have mean, to look, say about that <laughs> Colin. I, I wonder if it crossed her mind if she was like huh I wonder if like they're friends yeah
3: they're
1: we don't friends. have
0: to
3: get into it but like she needs to transcend that I know she was born into it which I feel like is yeah I mean I obviously yeah. different.
1: <laughs> I don't want to yeah. go like too deep on it <laughs> the uh, yeah Oh, I on. did think about and Yeah, you guys be
3: labeled as suppressors or whatever
1: Yes, SPs um, I, I did think about what it would sound like for Elizabeth Moss to say Xenu and Thetan in her Australian Top of the Lake accent But also what's the next sure. award we're giving out? <laughs> oh wait, Cullen also I
3: just, Cullen you should mention your you, will maybe retweet from the Can I Kick It Twitter uh, Cullen's big head mode <laughs> Of watching Top of the Lake because Cullen, yeah. Cullen was uh, very determined to uh, entertain himself while he was watching Top of the Lake, so he
1: oh took some. Photos. I mean, yeah, it was mostly uh, to entertain myself in the first season, which I don't agree with Jesse in that it's boring. It's definitely like more methodically pl- uh, paced and like uh, not traditional, but like more prestige t v in its delivery and that's like why i responded to china girl a lot more these are all
0: code words for boring
1: (laughs) it's like a much weirder show like there's like the weird thing with like the rotoscope kids at the beginning of like the i think in the first episode maybe uh and then also i think
2: that's episode two of china Girl.
1: yeah um one of the best things is there's a harlem shake needle drop (laughs) how can you be mad at that
2: it's so backgrounded though like you shouted that out on twitter and i was like yeah this is gonna be some real shit and then it's just like, <laughs> sung, like the third the third song played at a father-daughter dance that is like very unmeaningful in the grand scheme of the show i don't know like you talked about like the season one 100 for cv things and it's like china girl my pro- all my problems with it are like my grand theory of why i don't watch a lot of like streaming tv of just like it's too long the episode every episode is too long it's like 50 minutes when there should be 40 there are like 19 plot lines that shouldn't be in there it's like I think us giving Moss and Gwendolyn Christie the award is maybe indicative of another problem I have with it and a lot of prestige TV where it's just like you hire two very good actors to like be the stars on it and then it's like the drill candle memes of just like you spent a lot of money on good actors and then everybody else in the cast is like gets like a big yikes from me it's just like clearly operating at different levels and i just cannot buy into any level of their performances so it's like i did not have a great time watching china girl i think it's doing a lot of interesting things and i think moth is good in it because she's maybe the best actress alive and she can do anything so Yeah. It's
0: pretty good for a six-hour movie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I will... So, yeah, I, like, just a
3: a moment on Top of the Lake from me. I really love Top of the Lake season one. I watched it close to when it aired. It, like, aired on Sundance, which I didn't get, but it was on Netflix almost immediately. So I watched it that way. At that moment, it was... I was viewing it, especially in contrast, in relief to True Detective which the first season was, like, around the same time, and everyone was, like, losing their minds over True Detective. I was like, this is so much better than True Detective. It was, like, that and Hannibal at the same time. I was like, these are, like, what people should be going crazy over and not True Detective. Um, and I think that first season, it, like, it's first, the, like, the cinematography in the first season is incredible, and, like, the location is just, like, not to be beat. Like, it's all in, like, the in- incredibly, like, beautiful New Zealand, like, mountains like it's it's i love the look of the first season and i think the first first season by being in like that small town uh has like a tighter control over every element and i think all the elements sort of feed into each other a lot better uh, and like the like the connections are like a much less strained, whereas
0: in the now in hold on, are you saying that season two is not in a small town because they are never more than five minutes from the beach, no matter where they are i mean it's like but like it's it's definitely like a not a it's
3: there's a lot of people around like yeah. there's a lot of people sure. On the beach and sure that's stuff. why I think like,
2: it's
1: better or not better I mean that's what I like a lot about it it's like the urban setting. <laughs> And, like, the sort of lascivious nature of, like, the brothel and, like, the weird, or the, like, uh, like, sex worker review bros at, like, the diner. It all had a vibe that reminded me a lot of In the Cut. And I was like, this is much more my speed than, like, the, like, standard sort of detective show of the
3: first season. I mean, yeah. And I, I like both seasons, like, I really value it as something that, like, is, like, we're gonna take this genre exercise and, like, explicitly view it through, like... Feminism, like like that sort of stuff, I think is really interesting, and I think the way they probe into all that stuff is is very interesting. I think I don't think we mentioned like Nicole Kidman's character like name drops like Jermaine Greer like at the top of her <laughs> introduction, and is like so like there's like a lot of like stuff going on that I, I think is interesting to dig into and think about and think about how all these things inter interact with each other like in in context. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean,
2: that was my take on it. Is, like this is very this like as like. A take on feminism and the way that it works with like the victimization of women and the way that people are the exploitation from different sorts of social strata i found it very interesting to think about but as like an actual thing that i had to watch people act i did not like it like sure. colin mentioned those dudes at the fucking cafe and i just remember, oh and it's like i i enjoy it's like. I understand that as an idea, but as, like, actual scenes that I had to watch, I hated it, and I couldn't, I mean, and it's, like, every time it happened, my eyes glazed over it so much. Yeah.
1: We don't need to spend much more time. Christy and Moss are both great. That's a yeah. spiel. Yeah, And I think, yeah,
3: that, that is, like, the real triumph of season two, yeah, it's just, like, Gwendolyn Christie, like, giving her, like, a real role. I haven't, I mean, I never saw Game of Thrones, but I think that was a pretty limited part that she played in that show. There's uh, a up, fair yeah. amount. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, the other major thing is, like, she's in Star Wars as, like, a, a, in a, fabric.
1: In
0: a mask the whole time. I haven't seen it. Um, I no, yeah, she's, she's in funny in in fabric. Oh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's,
2: she's fun she's and in fabric. Yeah, a movie that is a, not good. She's, like, a fun, charismatic presence. It's, like, I feel like the problem I have with China Girl is that I think it had a lot of ideas, but it had very little characters. I feel like, I think, it's one of my least favorite things that I think I most take issue with in, like, fiction in general is that like when you just put ideas in the thing and then you don't ever like fully make the case for people as like human beings or like characters with thoughts and emotions that I like can not not necessarily identify with because that's maybe like in a slightly overrated concept in criticism but like I at least understand where they are coming from and like make interesting connections between like the text and what these people are going through but instead it's just like yeah, I understand the idea of this daughter character and I understand the idea of this, like, German guy and I understand the, the idea of what, like, these, like, shitty guys in this cafe are supposed to be. But just, like, the acting is terrible and I don't think they ever come together as real people as much as Moss and Chris. I think Chrissy is the one, like, good character in it where it's, like, she's giving a full-breath performance and I think that per- that character is given the full breath to, like, breathe and, like react to things and have her own interesting plot lines within it and I think that and I think in TV shows I need characters to be able to attach myself to it. I think in movies you can do the thing the idea thing a couple more because it's short and then you, you can just like play things as allegory but I'm li- if I'm sitting here watching six episodes of your Thing that are each an hour long I need to connect at some level and I just didn't As part from Moss and Christine who are great as we are establishing.
1: I think the daughter's good. <laughs>
2: I think she's fine.
3: That is—is yeah. is that Jane Campion's actual daughter? I know she's in it. I think that's who
0: that actress is.
3: My only real thought is that it. it's one of the few things brave enough to let Nicole Kidman be Australian, which is yeah. oh, sure, pretty few she and far be between for her career. Uh, like once she actually like leaves Australia,
1: does she have an mm-hmm. accent in Sacred Deer? Because I know Farrell has one in both Beguiled and Sacred Deer. He's got like his uh, accent
3: no she just has that like yorgos affectation yeah it's like pretty like just like standard atlantic
0: alice Engler is jane campion's yes. daughter Salud. um <laughs>
3: <laughs> great so do, would, do we need to expound upon anything else i mean I yeah great.
1: beguiled's a great script <laughs> uh
0: yeah, because Yeah. There's, like, yeah, not we
1: mentioned it. a bit, like, the controversy of, like, how she deviated from the original movie, and I think, like, it makes sense in the modernization of it to, like, not have him be, like, a full-on, like, predator at the beginning, and then also, <laughs> like, it's not my place, like, specifically to talk about, like, whether or not it was good she didn't have, like, the slave character in it, but I understand her reasoning for it, and, like, I don't hold it against the movie at all. I think it works in the original but the original is like much more of like a thriller where this is like sort of like a vibey like s- like maybe like a sketchy thriller like sketchy in the sense of like what's this guy's <laughs> up to not like it's a sketch i think it's like very well thought out and like we mentioned the lines that are like very great of like the apple pie and all the vying for carlin's attention and like you know vengeful bitches is like a line that will live on forever that's the legacy yeah. of Beguiled
2: <laughs> that's weirdly like I feel like at post 2017 I feel like Beguiled gets less I feel like for being a movie by a, you know a semi-major director especially Ooh. in these places it gets it gets little coverage
1: I am cur- what was the uh, what's the other Coppola you've seen Emilio
2: uh um, Mel El- I guess I forgot its name elsewhere what, what was it? oh somewhere. Somewhere. somewhere somewhere yeah that's yeah. great yes. yeah you gotta watch more
3: movie. there you go
2: I mean, oh, got I mean, I
3: guess I've seen the Bill Murray Christmas special. Is the other thing I've seen,
1: which
2: yeah. is bad. <laughs> and that you have Guys, that launch oh, no. Coppola. <laughs> yeah,
3: I know. Yeah, you know what? Bling Ring what. rules. Hell I'm yeah! Bling Ring is the
0: only one I haven't seen. Bling haven't Ring's seen so great Thank because you.
3: it's like a period piece about like 2005, made like five years yes. after, and it feels like this yeah. is it feels like a, a thousand years ago. <laughs> yes,
2: Cullen's Col- glory days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i mean like fifth grade baby living it up um, the
3: doing yeah, crimes lingering
1: rules uh yeah i mean virgin suicides also i had like a very great experience watching that for the first time yeah that's an excellent virgin thing. suicides and is again, like
3: her weakest directorially in my opinion and it's still like a four out of five banger
1: the uh cause you got a new one coming out this year right
3: Yep. Yeah, we yes. talked about it a bunch because it's an Apple original oh, right. and we
2: don't know. Is it, what is, it doing. is it coming out this year? Probably
0: or? not. Would be yeah, my Yeah, it's not playing any uh, festivals. Ve- like. Venice was like uh Barbera said that like Venice was asking for it and it was like maybe up until the last couple of days and then A24 and Apple were like nah. Yeah, well. so I think they're probably saving it for theatrical. Like a twenty four seems to be doing with everything. With everything.
1: Yeah. A
3: twenty four released Goons. Saint Maud. Yeah. Gimme like zola. To see your movies. Give so many movies on. I would Minari. like to see. Yeah. yeah.
2: Let me see the movies, sir. Give A twenty four. A twenty four. You.
3: A twenty four is the one who needs to acquire us so we can see those movies. That's what we need.
2: Movie. Just give me the film. That'll
1: that'll make up for their mistreatment of Under the Silver Lake.
3: All right. we, we'll, well,
1: well, great. The, Bring that up <laughs>
3: while we're making a pitch to them for them to acquire it. Uh,
1: yeah, you gotta watch them all. They're all great, yeah. except for the Belmar Christmas Special. It's a real turd. <laughs> sure,
2: no, well, that's
0: kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, sure, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, how to talk to girls. That at is the kind of thing that Jesse would think <laughs> is fun.
2: Yeah, how to talk to girls parties. One director. It's got style. Yeah, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I get, can't yeah, hold its
1: screenplay it and, like, acting against its director. <laughs> I mean, he co-wrote the screenplay, uh, but... I mean, but we're giving him director. <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, I, I like you can hold the acting against him. So I don't think that movie has an acting problem. I think it's, like, pretty well-performed. Yeah, I'll give I, him yeah. credit for that.
3: Yeah, I like the performances in it. I think, yeah. I think it's got, like, yeah, it, it has, like, a fun... Uh, like, it, a real sort of love of music that you feel... Uh, and, and like the youthful expression of, of that energy, uh, I think is well captured. Uh, and yeah, and I do think like yeah, the the way that uh, he he does capture like the aliens' behavior uh, is is pretty pretty goofy and, and, and enjoyable from my perspective. So yeah, I'm happy to give him an award for that. That yeah,
1: I mean you you're saying that's the only Coppola you meet, uh, you've seen. That's the only John Cameron Mitchell I've seen.
3: <laughs> Watch Hedwig. That's good watch rabbit hole it's also good yeah rabbit hole yeah, that's is rabbit Hull very watch. good it is uh, it's heavy but uh, yeah, yeah. my good. one gripe with the rabbit hole movie and this is probably the last thing i'll say uh is that it's so serious and like the play that it's adapted from is like also very serious but it like full of humor and the movie kind of right. just like strips out all of that but still good i thought you
1: were gonna say yeah. not enough miles teller uh no
3: i was not gonna say
1: that <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Number one, Miles Teller stand. Uh,
1: oh please man. look. I don't know if I like him in anything. That was just, I, I mean, if anyone movies. was going to
2: be come on up. this podcast, it would yeah. be Cullen. His, his <laughs> head covering up his pro his Project X poster. <laughs>
3: Where he plays Miles Teller. You're gonna watch Only God Forgives and like. Oh, you know like what? I bet he's
1: him. he's good in uh, Too Old to Die Young. I watched an episode of that. He's good.
3: Pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. That's what I meant. Yeah, tool today on you're gonna watch all that and then fully come around on him. We'll see. Um all right. Let's shall we wrap up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Sam, thank you so much for joining us. Guys, uh, a pleasure. What what do you wanna plug? Anything Oh jeez. Um, I guess if you wanna listen to more of these ramblings, you can go listen to Back issues of The Kid Manifesto, who knows? Uh, I think I might come back to talk about um, The Undoing and some of this other stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be a, a tease right there. Um, honestly, it's don't cool even stuff. follow me on Twitter. Follow the other Sam Herbst on Twitter who actually has that Sam Herbst. He's pretty cool. He's like a model and an actor. Um, I don't know. Follow him instead. That's it.
2: <laughs> Great. Okay. Jesse? Mo- a, a better plug than most of Collins, though. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh yeah, also
3: Streambox Lux, the soundtrack. Oh
2: yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drop it! <Okay. Cull.
1: laughs> you can
0: find us on Twitter at Can I Kick It. You can follow us on Letterboxd at c i k i pod. And you can follow me on either of those platforms at JP Glick Weber. Weber has two B's. I would like to plug. Uh, last week I made a grand sweeping plug of uh, Fish's Baker's Dozen. I'm going to say this week, if you'd like a little starting point in that, I'll plug their cover of uh, Strawberry Letter 23.
1: You forgot you booked from uh,
0: the strawberry donut night
3: <laughs> great
0: andy.
3: uh yeah i'm andy uh you can follow me on on my social media platform what
2: <laughs> you didn't know my name you just learned my name is that what's happening <laughs> i don't i don't I don't, I'm, I don't know why i'm so goofy today that's i, I mean know. it's fine
3: uh all right uh at andy t germ that's the thing to type in. It's fun and punchy and it is my handle on most internet things.
1: Uh, I'm Clatchley on everything. C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y and I will plug uh, maybe an underseen movie from like 2015. A frequent collaborator of Yorgos Lanthimos, Athena Sangari made a movie called Chevalier that is very cool (laughs) and I would recommend it. Also like part of that Greek new wave scene. I think she was a producer on Alps. Uh, yeah, great stuff, Chevalier.
2: Amelia. Uh, yeah, this week I would like to plug self promotion. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at I laugh alone, and you can follow me on Letterboxd at I laugh alone. Have a nice day, folks. Thanks
1: to Tree Related for the theme song.
2: Yeah, thanks to Tree Related for <laughs> the theme song. You can follow him on Spot at, uh, on SoundCloud at Tree dot com slash. Uh, soundcloud.com slash tree related and you can search tree related on spotify and you can listen to his stuff it's good he made a very good theme song Mm
0: -hmm.
2: apart from that i'm done
0: all right then i will go ahead and release our audience Bye. Bye 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 the world may try to kill your game so let them try